Hi, this is Chris Williams, the host of The Operative Podcast. Over a number of episodes, guests that I've talked to have mentioned how hard this past year has been. We've created a community that we've come to rely on, uh, uh, an extended family through music and art and uh, we've had to do without that or keep it together in a different way it's been a tough go the way that this relates to the podcast is there is someone I know who has been going through a lot, and he's someone that I think about daily. Uh, his name is Carlton, and without him, I, I know that I would not have the community that 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 I I do I I I would not be a part of it. Um, my interest in music would have gone likely a very different way, and uh, so um, so yeah. The I just wanted to talk about that for a little bit. The way that I met Carlton and how he helped direct my musical interest. So, the way that I usually start these is to talk uh, to the guest about themselves. Uh, my name's Chris. I live in Durham, North Carolina. I am an artist and a musician. I play uh, primarily in the band Maple Stave, uh, but have also played in a number of other bands, uh, including a uh, tribute band uh, to, the, to, the, to the band Silkworm, uh, who is my favorite band. Um, I've made concert posters for uh, over 15 years, and since March I've only made one <laughs> uh, and I am also a cartoonist and uh, have put out uh, a number of graphic novels and zines over the last couple of years so this goes back to the beginning of high school um, well actually before that uh, I wanted to be in a band way back like in middle school I think I started getting more into music and started getting, getting into uh, stuff like uh, Guns N' Roses specifically Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 had come out and I was way into those I had them on tape and it was uh, pre-CD times 
Um, so, uh, so yeah, I had, I had that on tape. It was basically, I, I, I liked what I saw on MTV. What was being sold to me on MTV is, is what I was into. So, you know, I had, uh, you know, Guns N' Roses. I had MC Hammer, CNC Music Factory. Um, but it, it was, it was through stuff like Guns N' Roses and then, uh, very shortly thereafter, um, when CDs did enter the picture, uh, getting stuff like Richard Marks and uh, Nirvana um, and Weird Al that uh, I actually tried writing songs and tried forming a band that I decided would be called Society's Domain. Uh, society spelled S-O-S. Uh, yeah, uh, but that, that band, nothing really happened. I, uh, um, something that, since I didn't know how to play an instrument, I knew how to play piano, but I, I wasn't interested in doing that in a rock band setting. Um, I, I decided that I would sing and, uh, which is something that now my, my son who is 12 right now. Uh, and trying to start a band, he has decided that he would sing because he doesn't really know how to play guitar or anything. So I'm glad to see that that is carried forward. Um, so I, I wanted to be in a band. Nothing really happened. We had a guitarist, we had a drummer, but we never really got together to play anything. I'm not convinced that the drummer knew how to play drums. I think he, his parents just bought him a drum kit. Um, but anyway, go to high school and, uh, shortly after I started high school, I, I, the group of friends that I'd had, uh, in middle school, I'd, I'd known most of them since fourth grade. And when I went to high school, I was, separated from pretty much all of them they went to a different school and uh so i felt very alone very on my own sitting alone in gym class uh wearing my sears uh <laughs> steel-toed boots drawing pictures of the crow um i i ended up getting in with uh some uh, a group of friends and uh, it was through these people, through uh, uh, my my friend Jason and uh, my friend Vance, that I met this guy named Carlton, who happened to live just a few streets away from me in the same neighborhood. They had, his family had lived there for a while, I guess, and just because we went to different schools, because I went to a, a magnet school for uh, academically gifted students i we had never crossed paths but here was this guy who uh was into music and wore band t-shirts and uh flannel and uh you know really smart guy and was into music and i was trying to get into music <clears throat> i had i knew some stuff about music by by this point i had grown beyond my weird owl 
and Richard Marks and uh, the Nirvana had uh, at some point I had taken all the change from my uh, from my junk drawer. My grandmother and I rolled all of the coins up. She cashed them in at the bank, brought me back the money. I ordered a bunch of stuff from Sub Pop, uh, some uh, uh, Beat Happening, and some a Sub Pop shirt, and uh, a Dwarves CD because I, I had just enough money left over for that. So I, I knew some stuff uh, about uh, underground music, and I had gotten into pavement through... Uh, through Alternative Nation or 120 Minutes. So I, I knew uh, about underground music and indie rock to, to a certain degree. Through Carlton, uh, he, he, he knew more about stuff, more about things like Matador Records, for instance. And actually, uh, one of my other favorite bands in high school... Uh, guided by Voices, Carlton ordered through me, uh, because I had the Matador catalog, he ordered uh, Alien Lanes, and one of my fondest memories ever was that uh, when Alien Lanes arrived, I got on my bike, I rode it over to uh, Carlton's house, and we hung out in Carlton's room, and he, he put on the album, and we started playing uh waste paper basket basketball um so you know just wadding up a piece of paper and trying to toss it into the waste paper basket and um we started doing that just to kill some time and we went all the way through the album doing that and we got to the end of the album and our minds were blown like how weird this music was and uh we, we started listening all over again. One of my fondest memories. Uh, I'll remember that feeling till the day I die. It was so cool. But one of the things that Carlton introduced me to pretty much right off the bat was, and Carlton was also into stuff like, I remember like Carlton had the, the uh, um, Led Zeppelin box set that had come out. So he, he wasn't just into underground music. He had an understanding of underground music, but um, he uh, he was also into some mainstream stuff. And I think he wore a Grateful Dead shirt. I, I don't know. Anyway. And we... He got me into Sonic Youth. Uh, I think around this time... Uh, Experimental Jet Set, Trash, and No Star had come out. And he somehow sold me hard on that album. We we would hang out in his room. He had a, a whole stereo setup in his room. And we would just listen to Sonic Youth over and over. And go through, you know, each album... I remember listening to uh, to exper- experimental jet set over and over, and uh, thinking how cool the songs were and how weird they were because this was 
so far removed from what I'd been into just just even like two years prior or maybe even a year prior um but how dissonant the 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 guitars sounded and how a number of the songs really just threw out the the song structure um it it really it it much like guided by voices would do shortly thereafter uh and a number of bands have done ever since it just expanded the scope of like what what could be done um so carlton was really into this music and uh I knew that I had to be in a band with this guy. We, Carlton and I had to be in a band. So, uh, so this was at the very beginning of high school. Um, and for that Christmas, the, the one thing that I wanted more than anything in the world. And, you know, one of those, like you've, you've grown beyond, you know, the the childhood beliefs and stuff, but it was like, wishing on whatever was possible that I would get an electric guitar because if I was going to be in a band with Carlton if I was going to be in a band that was like Sonic Youth I needed to have a a guitar we needed to have dueling guitars that was that there there was no question so I, I for that reason I specifically asked for a guitar and an amp for Christmas, and uh, and I got it. My my brother and I both got uh, electric guitars for Christmas, both uh, Strat knockoffs. Uh, mine was a uh, Series Ten Strat knockoff, Sunburst pattern, uh, and uh, my brother's was uh, was a Memphis brand blue, slightly metal guitar looking, like it had a, a sparkly blue finish and a black pick guard and uh yeah it was like a kind of pointed headstock (laughs) it was uh anyway so uh so i got i got my guitar and uh with the guitar and the amp i got lessons um so i started taking guitar lessons so i could learn the the basics because the idea was i would learn I would learn some of the basics on how I was supposed to play guitar because if I did that, then I would know how to mess that up. And uh, so, uh, so I, I, I guess it, it was, I guess it was prior to this maybe that we actually formed our first band. Um, it was somewhere in there we. We formed our, our first band was called Flim Flavored Pez. <laughs> uh, the the flavored was uh, spelled P H, um, so it was P P P. So we played one show, and I think that the guy that was supposed to play bass something happened with him. And so he had to drop out, so we got another friend of ours to come and play bass. We didn't have a drummer. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so it was just the three of us. We played for uh, some girls that that 
I had known uh, in the years prior. <laughs> and uh, so that band didn't really go anywhere. Uh, then when, and not that any of these bands really went anywhere, but, you know, uh, we played that one show and that was, that was it in Carlton's garage. Uh, then we, uh, I, I started playing guitar and, uh, I, I was also, I had also uh, like gotten into Ben Lee. And so I started doing solo stuff and, uh, did, I, and I don't know if like I had had some sort of like falling out with Carlton or something. I don't know. It's stupid childhood BS, but, uh, Anyway, I recorded a tape under the name Zoot Suit. And, uh, like, the Primo Deluxe, you know, bunch of adjectives, uh, which I think was something that came from Sebado. Uh, But, so, recorded a tape under the name Zoot Suit. And then, after I recorded that, I... I began playing more with Carlton again. And we we had we did oh wait, I'm I'm messing up the timeline here. We it was before yes, sorry. Before <laughs> Zoot Suit, the directly Sonic Youth influenced band that Carlton and I played in was um Danny Plaid. So and I don't think Danny Plaid played any shows. Uh, Danny Platt was maybe like the I don't know it might be the favorite my fa- my favorite band name that I've come up with I don't know uh, but yeah the songs were very very much influenced by a, not saying they sounded anything like this but they were very very influenced by stuff like Bad Moon Rising and. Uh, um, we we would sit in Carlton's room and we would listen to uh, to Bad Moon Rising and uh, um, Daydream Nation. Just you know the 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 sort of droney dreamy stuff. We would just listen to that. We we would listen to Sister a lot, but Sister's more rocking. So, but we and we we didn't like we. We didn't drink or do drugs or anything. We just, like, this was, well, I'm sure any number of our, our you know, <laughs> our cohorts were, were, you know, busy scamming booze and, and getting high or whatever and listening to whatever music. Like, Carlton and I were just hanging out in his room like staring at the ceiling like he had the little stars on the ceiling and uh we would just listen to drony sonic youth um but uh but yeah so we 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 listened to sonic youth and we would uh try and write these songs that were structured similar to sonic youth songs and uh that had you know both both lyrically and uh and aesthetically, um, I, I, there was some song that, uh, might've been the song Bob Phantom. Um, we had a song 
uh, Sanshi because we we learned <laughs> we, we we learned uh, um, I, don't, I don't know why we 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 learned Japanese counting I don't know uh, <laughs> yeah there was a song where I, I sang about uh, watching a TV movie with Kate Jackson uh, from Charlie's Angels. <laughs> um, while Carlton would do this, like, jing, 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 like, drony, like, Bad Moon Rising era Sonic Youth thing in the background. We would take our guitars, and uh, very quickly, my, my brother didn't seem interested in his guitar, so a lot of times what would happen is we, I would take my brother's guitar, too, and we would, um, Carlton and I would, uh, look up, we, we would look stuff up on the, uh, what was called the online guitar archive, Olga. And you would go there and search through their database, um, and try to find different guitar tabs that people had figured out. And one of the things that we'd love to do was, um, I remember that it was like the laundry room in Carlton's house was where their computer was because, you know, it, who cares? It's, it's a computer. It's not, you know, an every, everyday thing. I don't, you know, I, I don't have one, three rooms in my house right now. And so we would sit there hunched over this computer and we would, uh, try and look up different Sonic Youth tabs. And we, uh, I don't know how many reams of paper we went through printing out the same uh, Sonic Youth guitar tunings file <laughs> um, just over and over and over again because we'd, we'd lose it or it'd get trashed or, you know, we'd leave it somewhere or whatever. Um, we, uh, but we would, we would go through and we would learn how to play the songs based on these tunings that we would find, which were probably wrong sometimes. I don't know, but they, uh, they seemed right at the time. Mine was always, my, my favorite was always the, uh, sugarcane tuning, which was, uh, I think G, G, D, D, G, G, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I still don't consider myself a very good guitarist because it, while I was taking lessons at this time, I, you know, I would show up for my lessons having not practiced, and my 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 very very understanding, amazing guitar instructor John Firesheets would uh, would understand that you know for the first couple minutes of the the lesson he was going to have to listen to me retuning from whatever weird like dirty boots tuning or whatever i uh, i had left my guitar in because i hadn't bothered practicing scales that week so uh so yeah we we um we we wrote all these songs we we uh we were so enamored by sonic youth we got to we saw Sonic Youth at uh, Lollapalooza that year. Uh, that was awesome, and uh, they they played the Diamond Sea, and that was so cool. We you know we are I 
imagined that uh, the, the, the cover of Washing Machine has two kids in Sonic Youth Washing Machine shirts and uh, two boys and uh, I think, I'm pretty sure it's two boys. Anyway, I, I always envisioned that those those were us. That it was me and Carlton because we were such huge, huge Sonic Youth fans. And uh, it, I, I I started growing out of Sonic Youth I, after I got through. Like I, I bought everything that had come out, and uh, the more that I the the more that I listened to it, the more other influences were coming in, other bands were coming in, and even through Carlton, we Carlton was uh, got me into Husker Du and the Velvet Underground, and uh, there was. I, I I I really like the attack of punk music, and um, as I settled into just figuring out what I liked, while I appreciated the 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 strangeness that Sonic Youth brought into it, I, I wanted something that was much more immediate, much much more uh, I guess punk related or punk adjacent. Um, I, I didn't like the, the long stuff as much, unless there, there was some action to it. Um, so less Diamond C, I guess, uh, even though I've listened to that song, I don't know how many times in my life, many times. Um, so yeah, it, it, at some point something happened with, uh, I don't know if something... I assume something happened between me and Carlton. Anyway, point is, I started this band Zoot Suit and then uh, decided that, you know, Carlton and I definitely need to be playing together again. And so we uh, we started playing again and we would sit up in his room for hours. And, I mean, it's that... that, that that nostalgic thing that that like that feeling that doesn't go away that you know it's always lingering out there and something that you can never recapture but those those hours hours and hours and hours like i would spend seemingly every weekend i i I would spend the night over at carlton's house and uh we would just hang out and listen to music and write music until all hours and uh it was it was so cool and it was um i didn't appreciate it as much as i should have um i mean and eventually you know uh we uh i i i i don't know why exactly i think because of a uh, a girl or something i don't know there was some falling out, some ridiculous falling out. Um, but so by the end of high school, like for the band's last show, Carlton came back and played a number of songs. We, I just remember we played a punk festival and we closed with uh, Kill Your Idols, which, you know, in the days of like, Green Day and Offspring punk rock, you know, that was kind of a weird thing to do. But um 
but yeah, so if it wasn't for Carlton, I I wouldn't have started down the path uh, that I'm that I'm on, and I'm really appreciative uh, for uh, for him introducing me to all this stuff, even though I don't listen to Sonic Youth anymore. Um, it's real hard for me to listen to Sonic Youth, but uh, but I I really appreciate it, and um, and. Uh, I know that he's not doing well, and uh, um, but I uh, I want him to know that I'm thinking about him, and think about him a lot, and uh, I wish him all the best. Um, so uh, so yeah, I guess that's uh, just to say um, we are uh, we're all going through something right now, and. Uh, it's not easy. Um, but, uh, uh, tell people that you love them. Make sure people know how much you care. Because it's really important right now. So, uh, I guess that's it. Um, Thank you for listening, and there's more episodes to come. So, thank you very much. Good night.